Welcome back to the Narrow Pod Between Pages. It's the daily podcast where we read a page of the narrow road between desires and then we talk about it. This is page 110. He'd moved so quickly that Emberly was just arriving at the water's edge. Softly, silently, he crept up to the spreading elm. Even with one hand carrying the handkerchief and crown, he went up the side as nimbly as a squirrel. Soon Bast lay along a low branch, sheltered by leaves, breathing fast, but not hard. Emberly was removing her stockings and laying them carefully on a nearby hedge. Her hair was a burnished golden red, falling in lazy curls. Her face was sweet and round, a lovely shade of pale and pink. Bast grinned as he watched her look around, first left, then right. Then she began to unlace her bodice. Her dress was a cornflower blue, edged with yellow, and when she spread it on the hedge, it flared and splayed like the wing of a bird. Perhaps some fantastic combination of a finch and a jay. Dressed only in her shift, Emberly looked around again, left, then right. Then she shimmied free of it, a fascinating motion. She tossed the shift aside and stood there naked as the moon. Her creamy skin was amazing with freckle. Her hips were wide and delightful. The tips of her breasts were brushed with the palest of pink. She scampered into the water, making a series of small ends of the page. I'm John from Pintus. I'm Forever Fen. And I'm Sometimes Joy. <laughs> this is um this is a page where we get to have to enjoy some some like beauty a uh, feminine beauty right and and i appreciate that and i love and i do appreciate she scampered into the water making a series of small i can only assume i was gonna say noises or something like that um you know i this page makes me a little uncomfortable like she's obviously looking around to make sure she's alone so i think it's not cool of bass to watch her undress if she thinks she's alone um, but I'm just going to say that and then move on from that. <laughs> but yeah, it definitely makes me uncomfortable. That's not cool. You are bathing in public. Uh, no, it's not really public. It's a very, very hidden away, like piece of like, it is out in like nature, but it's, it's a spot that was carefully selected for its privacy. Yeah, she's outside. Like, I mean, like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I would argue that, yes, she expects to be alone, but she's not in like, you know what I mean? Like, if you want to bathe in private, bathe at home. Yeah, but we don't know the circumstances of this town. I mean, you know, poor people wash in the river because they can't bathe at home. In any case, um, Patrick in the chat pointed out that her the description of her clothes implies that she was one of the birds watching bass. And yeah. cornflower, um, I think, was that, that was one of the that creates was one of the things here. I don't know if two wrongs make a right, but it does kind of like balance the playing field a little. <laughs> um, 
Very well. Well, it's you know, we can we can we can judge Bast for this, but we can also just appreciate the fact that you know she's a a beautiful young woman in the flower of her youth, and it's a description of her that's very delightful, in my opinion. Yeah, I do. I do like the um, descriptions, and I like that we get there. Um, that little line naked as the moon, which we get during, um, what's her face's story. Yeah. Who are you referring to? That's what we're trying to remember. Um, (laughs) what's her name? I don't know. A name, name. Which, which story was it again, Joy? It's, um, you know, when they're in the Eld and they're traveling with Tempe. Oh, uh, 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 Hespa. Hespa. Yes. Oh, Hespi is telling the story of Jacks and the Moon. Yes, the Jack story. Yes. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, I know this name, but it's just not coming to me. Um, Appreciate yeah, she, Patrick back to In that back. line, she, she, in that story, she says, the moon stood there as naked as the moon. It's like a cute moment. It is cute. Right, right? Mooning. <laughs> <laughs> Ever been mooned? Like randomly on the, <laughs> on the highway. No, uh, it's so funny. So one time I was, we were driving with our church youth group to a thing, and there was a car in front of us, and my brother and I forget who the other guy was. Um, they were they were on either side of a girl at, in the back seat. And both of them like mooned us behind, behind in the car behind them. <laughs> Dude, it and, happened. I've seen it several yeah. times, and it always makes me laugh. There's just something funny about just people like showing you their butt, <laughs> like randomly. You're like, "What the fuck?" It amuses me. I say pro mooning. You know, if you're young and crazy, moon somebody. Have fun. I don't have any problem with the naked human body. There's no reason to be ashamed of that. Yeah. I guess I don't have a problem with the naked human body as long as everyone involved is consenting. I think that's important. Especially like, for example, when I'm riding on the subway and somebody just takes off all their clothes, that's. Well, that's like gross. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Because we're not consenting to it. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel it. But. (laughs) You just ignore it then. I don't know. Like that. I mean, <laughs> you know, you just move on. It's, yeah, it's when they start okay. touching themselves and acting weird that. The becomes, okay. That's when it's a problem. <laughs> that is uh, a problem. That's when you, you have know, to stop, stop them. I, I would note also that Rothfuss always describes women as beautiful, no matter how, like what kind of woman he's describing. Um, and I like, as a rule, we mostly only get close description of women. Um, yeah. But. Emberly is redheaded with, you know, like light skin freckles, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we like we we don't know Emberly, so we can't like argue. But we have yet to get a description of like an ugly. Good point. Ugly lady. You've never you've never seen Patrick ever describe a woman as being unattractive or a deep. Right. That he, uh, there is there is one instance in which he uh, 
<laughs> it's when Quoth is reading, uh, he's trying to research the Chandrian, and and he talks about how like the, the author of the text that Quoth is reading talks about how as soon as he mentions the Chandrian, then people's mouth uh, go tighter than a spinster's ass. A spinster, right? Right. <laughs> yes. Okay. So so that I guess would be a but somewhat of a description that's a that's sort of more of a uh what's the word i'm looking for hmm. a cliche or like an aphorism or something no not spinner spinster it means spinster, an, yeah it means, it means an, an older an old, unmarried an, an older unmarried woman, woman right yeah with a cat with a <laughs> lips like a cat's ass love it yeah that's so, uh okay uh, anyway, I think we've <laughs> we've we've gotten just about as much out of this as we uh, uh, appropriately can. I agree. Um, RJ's going to find out if she's right. I think it's very funny. Um, it's and great. We'll find- RJ's about to owe me ten bucks on tomorrow's narrow page. Page narrow page. <laughs>